Greetings, greetings once again and welcome back um, to lesson number two of our series Grey Does Not Exist and today we are continuing from where we began on lesson one. So on lesson one we first you know introduced the topic and what it actually mean and we read uh, only one scripture there Revelation 3 uh, from verse 15 to 18 where we hear Christ you know addressing uh, the church of uh, Laodicea and there he talks about them not being hot or cold that they are lukewarm and in them being lukewarm they are good for nothing but spitting out you know he says in verse 16 so because you are lukewarm neither hot nor cold I'm about to spit you out of my mouth and we said a great deal about that uh, so today please make sure you do have your Bibles with you and you do have your, your notepad or anything where you can write your notes write down the verses where we'll be covering today so that you can you know continue studying on your own and then study those verses pray over that pray over them and be ready for the final lesson lesson number three today we'll be covering a lot of scriptures so let's go start uh, on let's go start uh, in the Old Testament Deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 19 this is a very popular scripture and as we have established in the first lesson that black is black and white is white it is as simple as that. It is black and white. There is no middle ground. There is no compromise in the middle. There is no compromise in between. If it's not good, it's bad. So let's read uh, Deuteronomy to the 13, uh, verse 19. A popular scripture again. And it reads like this. This day I call the heavens and the earth as witnesses against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Now choose life so that you and your children may live. So here we find, so here the word of God is making it clear to us that we have the choice, that the choice is us. We are not just a victim of circumstance. We are not just victims of the world we live in we are not just victims of our emotions maybe we're not, we are not just you know what uh, passengers to our own bodies we're not just passengers to our own to our own lives there is no circumstance that uh, makes it all right for you to live in filth there is no circumstance no emotion nothing that you can go through they can make sin correct for you there is no situation or circumstance they can make bad good no matter the reasons no matter the reasons um, I once taught back in the day uh, talking about stealing and the Bible says thou shalt not steal and then I said what if somebody or if the person uh, steals from you and then what they have stolen from you then they keep in their house and then you see it and then you go you take it back and you see now there there's a reason that there's a story there but 
going by the word of God, if you study the word of God, it will make it clear to you, know and understand that you now as a Christian, as a believer, it is not for you to be taking back. It is not for you to be stealing. Actually, Jesus Christ addressed this and said, even if, if, if a person borrows from you, do not go asking for it back. So, black and white, there, there, there is no reason in between to combine them. There is no reason in between to, 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 to join them and make them one. Hallelujah. If it's not, if, if it's black, let it be black. If it's white, it's white. Hot, hot, cold, cold. Mixing the two, you make a good for nothing recipe, which is the gray, hallelujah, that Jesus Christ is saying, which is lukewarmness, which Jesus Christ is saying, he'll just spit it out. So, I want us to really grow out. I want us, I want us to seek and humble ourselves before God and ask God to help us. Weed out the Robin Hood mentality that something bad it can be made right with enough reasoning. There is no such thing if it's bad, it's bad. Robin Hood, Robin Hood mentality. Robin Hood is a thief, full stop. He's a thief. The world will then add reasons you know, he takes from the rich and gives to the poor. The rich are very bad and the poor are very good. The poor are starving, little kids are dying and whatnot. This is the reasoning of the world. This is what is confusing us as Christians. Because we are not steadfast in the truth of the word of God. And trusting in Him to provide. And trusting in Him to take care of the goodness of the world. And trusting in Him, hallelujah, to provide for the poor. And instead, we have a lot of gray, a lot of evil that even us, we do and are capable of, you know, given enough reasoning or rationalization, um, rationalization. Okay, Deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 19. So today, in this lesson, I want us to know that the choice is ours. And the heavens are witnesses against us today. God is a witness right now that you are hearing this. You know this. It is up to you to either choose life or death. Blessing or curses. It is up to you to choose to be hot or to be cold. There is no gray. Gray does not exist. If it is not life you are choosing. If it is not being hot you are choosing. If it is not blessings you are choosing, no, you are automatically under the curses and in the highway to death, highway to hell. I like the part where it says, just in case you don't know which one to choose, you have been confused there. Now choose life so that you and, and your children may live. Hallelujah. Alright, let's go read another scripture. Rather, uh, no. Let's go first read uh, Proverbs 18.21. Popular scriptures. You know this one. Uh, Proverbs 18.21. It reads like this. The tongue has the power of life and death. You see, it is true. There is no miggle. Your tongue, what you speak out of your mouth, it is either life or it is death. 
There is nothing in between. There are no words that are just words. There are no words that have no meaning. There are no words that have no consequences or benefits. There are no words that are just words for the sake of them being words. But each word you utter out of your mouth, it either brings life to those who hear it, or, or and brings life to your to your to, to your own body, or it brings curses. Oh, it is death. It is cursing those who hear, and it is and you are cursing yourself. Hallelujah. Let's continue reading. Jesus Christ addresses this in Matthew chapter twelve. Uh, verse 36 and 37. Matthew chapter 12, verse 36 and 37. So now, in this lesson today, we are focusing on words. We are focusing on words. Now, we understand, right? Now we know that great does not exist. Right? Great does not exist. So now, we are, God is educating us on how to then choose light. How then to choose life? How then to choose white? How then to choose, you know, blessing? How then now do we move from being lukewarm to being hot? How then now do we move, hallelujah, from being gray to being pure as he is pure? The book of Matthew chapter 5 verse 48 says, Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is also perfect. So how then do we move ourselves from this mess we find ourselves in, from this compromise of a life that we are living, to total victory? How then do we move from this stagnant, passive life that we find ourselves in, to His kingdom? The first thing that we do, we fix the main weapon that the enemy is using to keep us in this place. The, the weapon that the enemy uses that, uh, um, that fire the, 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 the bullets which are reasons, 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 reasons and rationalization which is our tongue which according to Proverbs chapter 18 verse 21 holds the power of life and death. Now let's realize if your constant words that you speak each and every day they are not life, they are not bringing life to this world to the people who hear, to yourself. You have been casting yourself as the same way as the witch cast a spell. You have been casting a spell of death, poverty, and all kinds of things to yourself and others around you. If it is not life you are spitting out, you have been cursing yourself and not just cursing yourself in this life, but also cursing yourself in the life that comes, in the life after this one. Let's read Matthew chapter 12 verse 36 and 37. It reads like this. This is our Lord Jesus Christ speaking. But I tell you that everyone will have to give on the day of judgment. Oh, sorry. But I tell you that everyone will. Sorry. But I tell you that everyone will have to give account on the day of judgment for every empty word they have spoken. Let me repeat that. But I tell you, Christ is saying this. That everyone will have to give account on the day of judgment for every empty word they have spoken. I had just said to you, scripture tells us that our tongue has the power of life and death. And if it is not life we are speaking with our tongues, it is death. There are no 
idle words. There are no conversations that are just conversations for the sake of fun. The nonsense you listen to, the music, that, the, nonsense, the, um, the nonsensical music, the godless music, and um, conversations that may be engaged with, and say, no, we're just talking. We are not actually going to do it, or you know, or whatever. It's just a conversation. All of that, all of those empty words you have spoken, you'll have to give an account for them on the day of judgment. Hallelujah. If it is not life, it is death. You will have to account for all the curses you have spoke to other people. Look at your life. How many words have you spoken today? How many conversations have you been part of this week? Have you been speaking life? Because if you haven't, you've been speaking death. And not just cursing those who hear him, but also bringing curses upon yourself. Hallelujah. See now it says here. On the day of judgment. You will have to give account. For every empty word. That you have spoken. Hallelujah. And then verse 37 reads like this. For by your words. You will be acquitted. <laughs> Hallelujah. Meaning by your words. The words you speak. You will either receive mercy and forgiveness. And also it says. And by your words. You will be condemned. Your words either bring freedom or condemnation. They either bring life or death. They either bring blessing or curses. They either hallelujah. They either light or darkness. They either white or they are black. Gray does not exist. There is no relationship between good and evil. There is no marriage between right and wrong. Hallelujah. There is no agreement to be held between light and darkness. Gray does not exist. Stop allowing the enemy to convince you and tell you otherwise. The nonsense you watch on television... The things you entertain yourself with, you know they are ungodly. They are ungodly, full stop. The reason that comes after that is the lie from the devil. You know why he's lying to you. John chapter 10 verse 10 makes it clear. For the thief comes not but to steal, kill and destroy. He's lying to you because he wants to steal from you. The pure blessings. He wants to destroy everything good in your life. He wants to kill you. He's leading you straight to eternal condemnation. I love how it says there in John, John chapter 10, verse 10. It says, For I have come so that you can have life and have it more abundantly. Life is found in Christ. Hallelujah. Remember what he said yesterday. Remember what he said in the, the first lesson. Jesus Christ. He says he rebukes. He corrects. Those he loves. Right now Christ has come to you. So that you can have life and have it more abundantly. 
God, this teaching is not just out of the, uh, because of the will of man, because of my will, but it is Him, not only addressing me myself, but addressing you also. He is addressing us through this teaching, so that we can choose life, so that we and our children may live. Hallelujah. For by your words you will be acquitted, and by your words you will be condemned. Let's continue reading. Let's read 2 Timothy chapter 2. Let's first read verse 16. 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 16. It reads like this. Avoid godless chatter. Avoid godless chatter. Avoid any conversation, any speaking, any argument, any whatever talk that has no God in it. Let me share this thing with you, my fellow brethren. You don't need to defend yourself against hell. You don't need to defend yourself against evil. You are the church of Christ. The gates of Hades will not prevail against you. You don't need to use your words, hallelujah, and drown yourself, hallelujah, and condemn yourself to speaking the words of death, trying to defend yourself. Submit yourself unto the Lord. Submit yourself, hallelujah, under the mighty hand of God, and He's the one who's going to lift you up. Humble yourself in that regard. Avoid godless chatter because those who indulge in it become more and more ungodly. Now that is the truth right there. Those who indulge in it will become more and more ungodly. The more you speak these empty words, the more you share and talk and engage in this godless chatter, you become more and more ungodly. Have you ever wondered why, why, why? I study the word of God, I go to church and do everything, but there are certain sins and certain imperfections in my life that I, that I, I can't seem to shake off. You become more and more ungodly because of all the godless chatter. Um... Verse 14, let's go there. It says, same place, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 14 now. Just read up. It says, Keep reminding God's people of these things. This is Apostle Paul talking to Timothy and telling him this. Keep reminding God's people of these things. Warn them before God against quarreling about words. Warn them against quarreling about words what i just said you need not to defend yourself with words you need not to try to justify yourself for your actions or anything that's why it is important to submit yourself before god and do everything unto him if you are seeking promotion make sure everything you do you do it unto god he is the one that hallelujah promotion comes only from him the Bible says every good and perfect gift comes from above. So, you need never be in a quarrel about words with anyone. 
This world will say you are defeated if you don't defend yourself with words. But this world is a liar. This world wants you dead. This world wants you comfortable in the grey area. This world wants you to have boundaries in your life where God can come and, you know, and be limited in some areas. Your tongue is very important. Your tongue needs to subject, needs to be subject, hallelujah, to the rule of our Lord Jesus Christ. It says this, this verse, 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 14. Keep reminding God's, God's people of these things. Warn them before God against quarreling about words. It is of no value and only ruins those who listen. It ruins those who listen. Your empty word ruins those who listen. Your godless chatham ruins those who listen. You just talking, talking words that are not life. That will be of no benefit to those who listen, to those who hear. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 29. If you are not doing Ephesians chapter 4 verse 29. You are hurting whoever is listening to you talk. So rather shut up if you have nothing to say. Because those words you speak. On the day of judgment. You will either be acquitted. Or be condemned by them. <laughs> if it's not white, it's black. Gray does not exist. There is no middle ground. Now let's go read the book of James. Chapter 1 verse 26. We have a lot of scriptures today. So make sure you write all of them down. James chapter 1 verse 26 it reads like this those who consider themselves religious and yet do not keep a tight rein on their tongue deceive themselves oh who is the king of deception deception is the language of who exactly huh christ said this that that uh satan is the father of all lies he is the father of all lies. So, let's read this again. Those who consider themselves religious, let's put it this way. Those who consider themselves Christian, and yet do not keep a tight rein on their tongues. Their father is Satan, who is the father of all lies. Because if you do not do this, if you do not keep a tight rein on your tongue, you deceive yourself. You are already under the ministry of Satan. You are already under the ministry of the evil one. You are already under the ministry of the enemy. And it continues to say, And their religion is worthless. <laughs> Hallelujah. And their religion is worthless. So it means, uh, the, the claim, even of calling yourself religious, the claim of even calling yourself a Christian, if you do not have a tight rein on your tongue, if blessing is not what you're spitting out, hallelujah, if life is not what is flowing from you, if from the fullness of your heart, your mouth speaketh not life but death, is a sign that from the fullness of your heart, there is no life within. 
there are no rivers of living water that are flowing within. Hallelujah. Let's go read one last scripture. Hallelujah. Before we close off this lesson and be ready for the next one. We're going to pick up this point on the following lesson and get deeper into it um, with the support of other scriptures. The point of and their religion is worthless. We're going to touch on that more on our final lesson, lesson 3. But for now, to close off, let's go read 1 Peter chapter 3 verse 10 to 11. 1 Peter chapter 3 verse 10 to 11. It reads like this. For whoever would love life and see good days must keep their tongue from evil and their lips from deceitful speech. They must turn from evil and do good. They must seek peace and pursue it. If we are to claim ourselves to be Christian, if we love life and want to see good days, we must take control of our tongue. We must be conscious and know that every word we speak is either life or it's death. And if it is death that we are speaking out, we, we, we are confessing to death being what is in our hearts. We are testifying that we are filled with death and curses. What is inside is not life. What is inside is not God. What is inside is not Christ. There is no middle ground. There are no curses that can ever be acceptable or because of the situations. Because of the situation that you are in. Because of what the other person has done to you. We, it is not for us to defend ourselves with our words. Hallelujah. What does the scripture say? There is no weapon formed against us that shall prosper. And what does it say when it continues from there? So you see, it is not for us to be defending ourselves and falling for the trap of the enemy and start speaking death, speaking curses upon ourselves. The words we speak need to be life constantly we need to be praying to God to help us speak life to help us speak blessings to help us hallelujah speak the light that when we speak when we speak lives lives should be gained to the kingdom of God when we speak Glory must go to Him. Jehovah Elohim, God the Creator. From our words should flow life. From our words should flow goodness. We must be hot Christians. Everybody should know this. That when I go to this person and talk to him, he is going to speak life. Not words of death. Not curses. 
Your days of quarrelling about words, your days of trying to defend yourself with words need to be behind you. Our days, hallelujah, of filth should be behind us. For the scripture says, 1 Peter 3 verse 10, Whoever would love life and see good days must keep their tongue from evil and their lips from deceitful speech. They must turn from evil and do good. There is no middle ground. It's either evil or it's good. Having no control over your tongue is evil. Speaking deceitful speech is evil. And by so doing, you are confessing that Satan is your father. James 1.26 says your religion is worthless if you do so. doesn't matter how many times you go to church. If in this regard, people usually claim, we covered this in the first lesson, that people can claim that, you know what, Christ is seeking after their hearts. That's why you cannot really tell whether a young lady is a prostitute going to church or going to a nightclub. The makeup, the clothes, the dresses, they, they, they're pretty much all the same. There's no difference. The reason why, you know, the, the, the reason they, that they gave me on, 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 on when I tried to rebuke one of them of that, they told me that Christ is, looking, is seeking after the heart. And so the heart... Is a matter right so now the words you speak from your heart they are the ones that are a testimony of what is in your heart if the words you speak are death they are testifying that in your heart you have no Christ hallelujah <laughs> and if in your heart there is no Christ you know what? Let's hang let's talk about this in lesson number three. We'll be get diving deeper into how come your religion is worthless if truly you do not keep a tight rein on your tongue. Verse eleven, first Peter chapter three, verse eleven. They must turn from evil and do good. They must seek peace and pursue it. I want us to note that the words seek and seek and pursue are action words. Seek and pursue are verbs. Seek and pursue are not passive terms. Seek and pursue are not just sit down and wait terms. Seek and pursue are get up and go terms. Seek and pursue. Hallelujah. Our words that are calling you to action. Turn from evil. It's a verb. Do. Do away from evil. And do good. Our escape from this false gray area the enemy has created for us. Is through action. Not through passiveness. It is through action. Through denying. 
If you were listening carefully, you would have heard me say words like avoid, turn, turn from, all those kind of things. Repent, Christ says. Action words. This series of teachings is not just for entertainment or to get your daily dose of scripture. It is a call to action. And if you are refusing to change this moment right now, if you are refusing to answer the call of action, the heavens and the earth are witnesses against you right now. That before you, you have life and death, blessing and cursing. Hallelujah. Therefore choose life so that you and your children may live.